Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Thursday, December 26, 2019, and welcome to episode number 234 of the WWUS, <clears throat> the second installment, excuse me, of the WWUS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. <clears throat> Once again, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw here, back on the line here with you as we, of course, get back into the swing of things after, of course, taking, a, taking several couple days off here for the Christmas holiday. I hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas. I uh, hope everyone, I hope Santa brought brought everybody what they wanted. And of course, <clears throat> we uh, we look forward to, of course, uh, we look forward to, of course, hearing, uh, hearing all that from our folks here tonight as well. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we always do, we will start things off. We're going to twi- take a twist here a, a little bit here. And we're going to start off here with our wrestling history and birthdays here this evening and here to get us and here to bring it here to our attention. Of course, from the talk show chat box tonight, he is the first 2016 WWS hall of famer. He is also of course, part of the team that brings you WWS raw radio every Monday afternoon, right here on talkshoe.com. He is of course, one of the only, the human suplex machine himself, Mr. John Gross. John, sir, we welcome you to 234 Wolfpack. Thank you very much. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have a, wrestling history our wrestling news and views here for tonight of course from our 2017 hall of fame news tag team king ice the ice manager d Geralmo, will be of course had to had to briefly get off the line right before we get started but he'll be back on here hopefully momentarily to bring us tonight's wrestling news and views here statement here for this evening also ladies and while we while we of course will go ahead and dress us welcome We'll welcome, of course, JD when he returns, but also we do welcome John 234 Wolfpack. John, good to have you with us again. Of course, our live video feed tonight comes to us from one of, uh, from, uh, of course, WWS Interview Corner. If you care to join us here this evening, 
uh, for Wolfpack episode 234 here tonight. Please feel free to join us for, for the live video feed from Interview Corner at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Wrestling Talk. And if you care to join us through talkshoe.com tonight, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138-521-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we had to talk about here this evening, which will include, of course, <clears throat> in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, uh, we'll talk, we'll, eat, we'll of course, uh, get uh, some points some points of view here, of course, from our guys here tonight about what took place this past Monday night on Raw. Also, of course, uh, <clears throat> what to look what to look forward to as far as SmackDown is concerned tomorrow night. Also, of course, uh, some any if any NXT or AEW news, of course, is out there. We'll, uh, of course, bring that to your attention here tonight as well. Plus, some other wrestling extras that will be, will be coming to you as well, indeed. So, we may I have a real big show, but we'll have a great show nonetheless here this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here with Wolfpack episode 234, as we, of course, will start things off, as I said, with our wrestling history and birthdays here tonight. From, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Let's see what we have going on here for the day after Christmas, December the 26th. Excuse me, 59 years ago today, which we put it at 1960, George Raymond Wagner, of course, better known as the original Gorgeous George, sadly died of a heart attack at the age of 48 after suffering a heart attack two days before in Hollywood. 36 years ago today, we put it at 19. 83 in New York City, Madison Square Garden. The Iron Sheik defeated Bob Backlund to capture the WWF title. Arnold Scullin threw in the towel while Bob was trapped in the camel clutch submission hole. Sheik was the first man to hold the title since 1978 after Backlund's five-year-long reign as champion. This title change was to get the championship on the soon-to-be returning Hulk Hogan. Hogan returned to the WWF the next day and captured the title on January the 23rd, 1984, at the same arena, MSG. Backlund was asked to turn heel, but he had refused, and Backlund was let go by the company. However, he would return to the WWF in 1993 and also had the roles reversed in his match on November 23rd, 1994, when he battled Bret Hart in a submission match for the title when Owen threw in the towel for his brother, Bret. 31 years ago today, which we put it at 1988, WCW presented Starcade 88 True Grit from the Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. 10,000 people were in attendance with 150,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. It's also the first pay-per-view presented under the WCW name with new owner Ted Turner, who had bought Jim Crockett Promotions, and the last major NWA show for Dusty Rhodes. On <clears throat> December 7, 1988, he was removed from his head booker's position after he had violated the no-blood policy. He would leave WCW in January 19. 19- on January 17, 1989, signed a contract with the WWF and where, where he stayed there from 1989 through January of 1991. Two titles changed hands on this show. Kevin Sullivan and Steve Williams defeated the Fantastics to regain the NWA United States Tag Team titles. Rick Steiner defeated Mike Rotunda to win the NWA World TV title. <clears throat> uh, 15 years ago today, we put it at 2004. Reggie White, of course, the one and only Reggie White, sadly dies in a hospital in Hunterville, North Carolina, after being rushed for irregular heartbeat. He was only 43 years old. 
He was a part of the NFL franchise in 1985, joining the Philadelphia Eagles and the Green Bay Packers in 1993 through 1998, and then returned to football in 2000 for the Carolina Panthers. In his role in the wrestling collection, of course, as you remember, he was a member of the All-Pro Entourage during WrestleMania 11 on April 2nd, 1995, when Lawrence Taylor took on the late Bam Bam Bigelow. Ten years ago today, 2009, WWE signs... The daughter of the late Hall of Famer Jimmy Snooperfly Snooker Tamina, and also Sin Cara. <clears throat> Today is a happy 51st birthday to former European and tag team champion, and also a part of the Godwins in 1997, and also the Undertaker's Ministry of Darkness 1999, and also played a role in 2000 where he barely had any clothes on, and that was Dennis Knight, of course, who was Midian. Uh, and John said that's all he's got here tonight in terms of. Uh, uh, John says he also has some stuff to talk about here with MSG, but of course, uh, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> of, of course, uh, uh, of course, John, for John, that's all he's got for the wrestling history and birthdays here for tonight. So, John, thank you very much, there, sir. Here, uh, we still have not heard anything from, of course, the Iceman, Jerry Geralmo, but hopefully, he'll be back on here in just a few moments. Uh, in the meantime, John did go ahead and mention here. Uh, he said because of all the spoilers that he that he saw from Raw, so what John heard the show was bad, and it's going to be even worse when we see Lashley and Lana get married, of course, next Monday night. And to quote JD, "Am I excited about that?" Uh, to quote Stone Cold Steve Austin, "Oh hell no!" So John says no comment on that. And I think John was going to actually come on tonight to fill in, of course, for the heartbreak is fine. So he's just not going to be able to make it here tonight because he is a little bit under the weather. Uh, but he's actually going to be staying on the chat box here tonight. So, John, that's quite all right. Uh, John actually uh, said here, uh, oh, okay, I see. Okay, this is the news that John has here from MSG. Apparently, Andrade C. and Almas defeated Rey Mysterio to regain the U.S. title. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. John, do we have anything else? And John says, the last time title changed hands at a live event was in the very same building was when AJ Styles defeated Kevin Owens to win the same belt. Very interested in either, John. And Johnson, that's all he's got to mention here tonight. <clears throat> okay, here. Okay, John, we thank you very much, there, sir. Um, now, John. So once, so a big congrats to Andrade finally uh, picking up a WWE singles belt. Okay, yes, indeed. <laughs> And I think we're, I think we've got, uh, let me see, let's see, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, now get ready to come on, in on the line here. He's a 2015-17 WWS Hall of Famer. And he's also another part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Ladies and gentlemen, now we welcome to number 234 of NWO Wolfpack tonight, the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo. JD, good to have you on here with us here this evening. 
Well, I hope everyone had a wonderful Festivus and everything like that. However, we've got a few more days to go till the end of the year, and believe me, the fun hasn't stopped yet. So thank you very much, here, JD. And now, JD, uh, of course, before we get you get you get you going here with the news here, apparently John did have a report here concerning uh, something that happened at MSG. Apparently, we had a title change at, at a lot of events at MSG. Andrade defeated Rey Mysterio to pick up the U.S. title. Oh, jeez. Oh, and the last time... Take... Yeah. Good. And the last time the title... I know what you mean, but let me do a minute. And John did mention this. Last time a title changed hands at a live event at that very building was when AJ defeated KO for the same title. That was last year. So. Okay, so... Well, before we, before we get you on the news here, let's get your quick quick uh, thoughts here about about this latest development here. I'm sure we're going to see this probably Monday night. I'm sure we will, and we'll hear more about it uh, later tonight. Uh, yeah, this is a surprise, I mean, to have that happen. However, this, uh, like I said, very quickly, however, I mean, the day after Christmas, I mean, Ray held the bell for not very long, for a little while. However, and to see this happen in Madison Square Garden, we've seen uh, the history of Madison Square Garden uh, uh, in this particular day tower, a lot of things, titles have changed hands over the years. We've seen, like you said, AJ and KO. This one tonight, possibly. And, of course, now, of course, who could forget, John mentioned, I'm sure, in the birthdays and dates in history, how, what happened back in the day on this date, how, back in 1983, when the Iron Sheik beat Bob Backlund for the world's title. So, I mean, Madison Square Garden has always been the mecca of wrestling, however, and tonight it showed again tonight, however, why it did, however. And like I said, uh, the SmackDown brands in Cincy tonight, of course, the Raw brand will be here tomorrow, and of course we know SmackDown's in Detroit, so it's going to be a very busy uh, three or four days, however, as we uh, close out the yeah. decade and uh, 2019 in a big way, so uh, we'll see what happens. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get to the rest of the interviews here and see what we have to report here tonight. And of course, I was here to, here to bring it here to us from King Ice, ladies and gentlemen, is the Ice Manager, DeDromo. JD, what's going on here with the new scene this evening? Monday's WWE Raw television show, right before Christmas, averaged 1.835 million viewers, down from 2.05 the week before that was airing, however. This, of course, was on a tape delay show. The first hour did 1.955, hour, hour two did 1.86, the final hour did 1.68, if you will, however. In addition to that, however, we have some other news to report, too. Yes, we have some other news to report, huh? A new Raw broadcast team member will be coming next week, however, mind you, after what happened with Samoa Joe, believe it or not, however. And as of now, however, WWE, however, is said, however, to have a new broadcast team member, however, after what happened with Samoa Joe this past week, however, mind you. Joe was attacked by the authors of Pain this past Samoa Joe, of Eggman Rezar, to bring him back into storylines. He's been on the announcing while recovering from an injured thumb. Meanwhile, however, mind you, you're going to laugh at this. Dash Wilder was not at Thursday night's live events in Cincinnati due to what Scott Dawson told the live crowd was, quote, hurt jingle bells suffered over the holiday purse by full of Ross Sapp. Dawson teamed with Curtis Axel instead to face the New Day, however, mind you, and Lucha House Party with the New Day coming out on top earlier tonight, however. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, mind you, let's see here, we got some other news to report here, so bear with us here, folks. Uh, da, 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 yes, uh, 
Okay, here we go. Lacey Evans will be appearing on A Moment of Bliss on this week's SmackDown Live tomorrow night in Detroit, however, at the Little Caesars Arena. In addition to that, a triple threat matchup power will be decided, however, to see who what will be going on. However, mind you, as far as, like I said, like I said, however, I was going to say, yeah, what will happen, however, who will face the Fiend, Bray White. The Miz, Baron Corbin, Howard, and Daniel Bryan will be going at it in the main event of that show. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, the Royal Rumble is still a month away, however, and it is starting to take shape with some possible matches being reported. The WON reports that in addition to the already confirmed men and women's Royal Rumble match in Houston, the Becky Lynch versus Oscar match set up on Raw is confirmed to be taking place on that particular show. Meanwhile, Brock Lesnar, however, is set to have his next match, however, at the Rumble in Houston, though the details are not yet known. Lesnar will not be facing Tyson Fury or Cain Velasquez at the show, and despite some rumors, Edge has denied that he's been cleared so it seems unlikely that he would be brought back for such a match. If Lesnar is working a singles match, which hasn't been confirmed, but is the most likely option, the WN speculates that Eric Rowan, Drew McIntyre, and Seth Rollins yet again are the most likely options. McIntyre and Rowan have been receiving pushes, and Vince McMahon is behind the Rowan push, while Rollins doesn't have an obvious opponent yet, and he's talked about how he has two wins over Lesnar, looking for a third. Finally, the site reports that the Bayley versus Lacey Evans SmackDown Women's Championship match and Shinsuke Nakamura match versus Braun Strowman for the IC title are both possible, though not yet confirmed for the show. As previously reported, Evans versus Bayley was originally set for TLC, but was pushed out to give the feud some more time, with plans to pay it off in January. Strowman versus Nakamura was also set for the TLC, but had to be stalled due to Strowman's not being cleared from injury. The show takes place on January 26th from Houston, Texas. The show has about 33,000 total tickets sold, over 30,000 paid out of 36,000. Secondary ticket prices are at 38.95, however, which is low for the second biggest show of the year. Additionally, we'll find out, however, mind you, how, who will be facing, however, the fiend Bray Wyatt for the title, however, and it will be announced tomorrow as far as who that will be. Meanwhile, however, we told you earlier this year that Los Angeles was looking for WrestleMania 37. And according to Jeremy Thomas of 411 Mania, however, this is the report right now. Los Angeles is still pushing to land the show in 2021, according to a new report. The WN reports that the site wants to host a pay-per-view next year, however, in 2021, in order to get ready for the Super Bowl, which will be hosted by L.A. in 2022. WWE, on the other hand, wants to go to L.A. for WrestleMania 38 so that they can announce a higher attendance figure in the same stadium than the Super Bowl. And finally, however, college football bowl season is back on, however, today, however. Earlier today, however, the Miami Hurricanes, however, had a rough day, however, losing 14-0 to Louisiana Tech, however, mind you, that saw, believe it or not, however, two Louisiana Tech fumbles. Despite the fact, however, they only scored seven points, however, mind you, like I said in the first half, however, they scored a touchdown late in the game to pick up the victory, however, and of course on the night it was a rough night for Miami quarterbacks all around, completing only 15 of 34 for buck 53. Meanwhile, in the other bowl game in Detroit, however, mind you, in the first half, however, the Pitt Panthers, however, after down 10 at the end of the first quarter, woke up in the second quarter and are now down three going into the half, 20-17 to against Eastern Michigan in the quick lane bowl. Kenny Pickett has had a very good night passing, 14 of 19 for 206, while Mike Glass III has completed 16 of 27 for 220 in the air. But tomorrow, of course, bowl season will continue with some other big games tomorrow, including North Carolina Temple in the Military Bowl, at high noon, however, Michigan State Wake Forest at 3.30 in the um, 
where is it? Uh, the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium, Oklahoma State and Texas A&M in Houston at the uh, Outdoors Texas Bowl, Air Force in Washington State in the Cheez-It Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona tomorrow evening at quarter after 10. But the big game of the night might be USC and Iowa tomorrow night in the Holiday Bowl in San Diego, San Diego at 8 p.m., however, on FS1. The other games will be on ESPN at noon, like I said, 3.20, 6.45, and 10.15. But Saturday, of course, bowl season will continue, however, with two of the big games of the day being Oklahoma and LSU at 4 p.m. in the Peach Bowl, and at 8 o'clock, the big Fiesta Bowl between Clemson and Ohio State. The winner of Oklahoma, LSU, and Clemson, Ohio State will play for the national championship two weeks on Monday on January 13th at the New Orleans Superdome on the French Quarter and Bourbon Street for the national championship. And, of course, we will be letting you know more about that on Raw Radio, our final show of the year and of the decade, this Monday afternoon, which we'll be mentioning. However, I'll plug again later on this evening. Thank you, Thank you J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King and W.O.J.R.T. Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They're bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. J.D., thank you very much. And, John, thank you for the new for the history and birthdays here tonight here as well. Let's go ahead and give you the plug one more time here, folks. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138-521-POUND. This is episode 234 of NWO Wolfpack. It is 9.50 p.m. On Thursday, December 26, 2019, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared B. Geronimo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. Uh, 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 John didn't really have a whole lot to really comment. Uh, uh, really didn't, didn't really, uh, he didn't look at Raw because obviously because of, of what he heard in the spoilers and everything, but he did make a very valid point. That next Monday show is probably going to be probably the worst of all time with the fact that uh, the one segment that a lot of people are not going to be really looking forward to. And as, of course, obviously the wedding between uh, 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 Tiny Penis Bobby Lashley and Tiny Brains Lana. <coughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, they, they do have something in common. They're both, they have something that's tiny. <laughs> so uh, sure. we'll, uh, we'll, uh, thank you very much. Uh, so, uh, so he didn't really have a lot to really say about that. I did see something, JD. I don't know if we might need to try to confirm this or not, but there was some talk, and I wanted to touch on this briefly because I'm uh-huh. before I get you going. I want I want to hear what you had to say about what happened Monday night. But there's one thing I wanted to ask and see if you might have heard something about this here too. Any talk? Any uh, about the uh, about? Uh, hold on, I'll get it straight here in a minute. Okay, here it is. Oh, uh, before I heard we, do, some we, do, we do have one other story. We do have one more story to report. I'm trying right, to find it. Okay, here we go. According to reports, we understand at the World's Collide pay-per-view, it will be Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, however, known as the Undisputed Era, will take on Walter, Marcel Barthel, Fabian Atchner, and Alexander Wolfhauer. Yes, folks. In the NXT UK, NXT American Battle and World's Collide, the Night Force Survivor Series, get ready for the Undisputed Era versus Imperium. Well, that's going to be a good one. That's really going to be a good yeah, one. But the story... Oh, oh, absolutely. It's about time they actually put the 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 the, the, uh, the NXT, we'll just say NXT from the United States versus NXT 
from the UK. That'll really kind of help probably boost a lot of things for as far as NXT. Well, the Blackpool show, uh, I mean, the NXT TakeOver Blackpool show, I mean, is coming up. uh, We know how, I mean, coming up on January 12th, how, I mean, uh, like I said, how, I mean, that's going to be, like I said, coming up, uh, uh, like I said, how, uh, January 12th, how, like you said, so far they've had these matches signed already for the Blackpool show, how, well, they are Walter versus Joe Coffey for the UK title. Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin. Trent Seven versus Eddie Dennis. Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm versus Piper Niven in a triple threat for the UK women's title. And then just announced last week, Gallus, Coffey, and Wolfgang versus Imperium, Astro and Barthel versus the Grizzled Young Veterans, Zach Gibson, James Drake versus Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster in a fatal four-way tag team ladder match for the UK tag team titles. Thank you very much, JD. This is what I was going to say. Sorry about that. Here, uh, there was some talk that the Young Bucks deleted the, the Young Bucks deleted their Twitter account. Yeah, they announced it on Tuesday. Yeah, I heard about that Tuesday morning. They announced that. Yeah, uh, apparently, I guess within the last week to week and a half, they've caught a little bit of hell about that, and we're going to see what happens. Obviously. Uh, who knows what we're going to see next Wednesday night in Jacksonville on the first AEW show of the year. I mean, it's going to be a new decade, a new uh, start to the year. However, we know we're going to have, sure, I'm sure, with Cody and MJF and a couple big matches coming up next week in Jacksonville. This coming next a week from this uh, last from a week from last night. I mean, in five days, we're going to find out what the hell is going to happen Wednesday night in Jacksonville. It's going to be a very, very interesting Wednesday night down in Jacksonville. It's going to be very, very interesting. So, yeah, um, and I, I, I know that always Young Bucks has always been very vocal on Twitter. I wonder why all of a sudden they decided just to knock out the, not to knock out their page like that. Uh, that's I, I find I find that kind of odd, but uh, but we'll keep an eye on that. And like I said, maybe maybe it might be something huge or something. I don't know, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens here. Uh, in the meantime, here uh, I'm sure JD, you are definitely kind of itching to throw out some stuff here about what happened Monday night. So uh, the question, of course, of all time that I definitely will, uh, will be asking, I believe this is, if I'm not mistaken, the final uh, uh, wolf pack of the year. So so I yeah. got to ask the last question for, for, the, for the last time for this decade. Are you cooled off and are you warmed up? Ready. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, as always, a WWS Radio Network exclusive. The Iceman Jared Geronimo is not afraid to, of course, to let his feelings known about everything that takes place on Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT, the pay-per-views, and so on and so forth. Nor have I heard rumors that he's not afraid to drink a cup of folders and actually get in bed with his sister, but that's besides that said a story. <laughs> get, we're just kidding, dude. And she said, I'm so <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you like to do a great thing, don't you? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> okay. I'll talk about that later. Anyway, of course, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, talking about just what happened to Raw before Christmas. Uh, uh, JD's really, uh, JD's really got word. Uh, it must be the Colombian beans or something. Must be getting to his head. I don't know why he's doing that. But, <laughs> but of course, he, of course, like I said, we uh, thought Captain America's shield. Uh, was tougher slicing and dicing. You thought Iron Man's palm weapons were tough. You thought Forrest Hammer was tough. You thought Superman's X-ray vision was well. I don't know. JD may probably want that superpower, but I don't. But I don't know why. <laughs> okay, anyway, let's go. 
I'm really on a roll tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is yeah. going to get right to the point here. Of course, he is not afraid to, of course, let his feelings know about what takes place here, of course, and, to, and what happened Monday night before Christmas is no exception to that rule. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the Iceman Jeremy Geramo, of course, with the raw edition of the award-winning, and yes, I emphasize that very, very much so, the award-winning WCWS Icebreaker. It is the day after Christmas, and we hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas hour and a happy Kwanzaa and a happy Hanukkah and everything and then some. And I mean that in the most sincere way. So let us begin, shall we? In our final icebreaker 2019 and of the decade, Howard, what can the Iceman say before having a major meltdown? And what can he say that will please everyone or try to please everyone if you can? Well, we'll tell you about it. Monday night, of course, we had a tape delay show in the home of Seth freaking Rollins, Des Moines, Iowa. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, the question was, however, would this be a successful show after what had happened the week before following TLC? Would it be a little bit better? Would it be improving, however, in our next to last Raw of the decade, however, which of course the final Raw is, of course, coming up this Monday right near WWE's offices? if you will, in the nutmeg state of Connecticut, and especially in the city of Hartford. Well, we'll find out what happens this Monday, because, trust me, before the year's out, I'm going to have another nice skating rant, but let's talk about our next to last Raw of the year, and let's just say, let's talk about the Christmas, before Christmas edition of Raw, and how it went. Seth Rollins came out, of course, as we expected, and who did he bring with him to the ring? Oh, yes. His two new let's just say bodyguard helpers, if you will, as they're calling themselves, apparently, from what I've been hearing from different accounts, the return of the so-called, quote-unquote, shield in Akim and Rezar. The poor man's road warriors want to be. And what are they doing? Oh, yeah, they're basically being Seth's protector. Because Seth, needs, according to him, needs protection, however, because he doesn't have the balls to face people head-on except basically confronting them, however. And you're asking, why does he need protection? What does he need protection for? Well, we would find out soon enough. Of course, our first match of the night was a no-DQ, let's just say, Christmas fight, if you will, between Kevin Owens and, of course, Rob Gronkowski's best buddy, if you will, the guy who continues to be wasted in every turn, Howard, who's nothing more than a waste of space, Howard, who at one time painted his face and now continues to act like an arrogant jackass, if you will, than none other than Mojo Ratboy Raleigh. And what happens? Kevin Owens decides to beat the holy snot out of him, however, referring to KO. Afterwards, however, mind you, however, like I said, however, Owens decides to call out Rollins and his goon squad, if you will. And of course, however, things get a little interesting between these three. And then once again, what happens? Oh yeah, should have sell out Seth Rollins, the little slime bag that he is, has to have his little pitch boy pit bulls of Aikman and Rezar attack Kevin Owens, however, mind you, however. And once again, Kevin Owens shows more that he's nothing more than a complete sellout, however, by having his goons do his dirty work for him, however. Once again, showing how much of an arrogant little prick he can be. Speaking of pricks, let's talk about the next affair, which I'll get to shortly. 
Drew McIntyre taking on Ryder and Hawkins. And yes, once again, the so-called chosen one at one time, maybe it's called, however, basically says that 2020 is going to be his year, however. Yeah, let's see if it is going to be his year. Let's see if he can find a way to stop blowing on Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon, however, and finally do something right for a change. Let's see him do something that basically, however, we've been wondering for the last couple of years since he got back in the goddamn WWE and with NXT, and that is beginning of good, solid push. Because for a while, it looked like he was getting a half-decent, moderate push. That is, until he started to team up with and then become the bodyguard of one little slime bag in the form of Shane Shithead McMahon. As a result, Drew ends up beating Ryder and Hawkins with ease, however, the couple Claymores, however, and leaves them for Lance, and this 2020 will be his year, however. And like I said, however, and that the year belongs to him. Well, let's see if that will be the case or not, however, and see if his prophecy and prophet statements come true. Because we'll have to wait and see if that happens. Then we have Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy beat up two jobbers, and then we find out that next week, however, that the two of them will be going at it once again one-on-one with each other, in a rematch from what had happened at TLC. So, once again, we see the arrogant Australian, however, referring to Mr. Murphy, however, trying to get up in the face of the Dutch destroyer, Mr. Selena Vega himself, if you will, however. If Mr. Selena Vega's, uh, Mr. Selena Vega, Alistair Black, yes, sorry about that. So, Buddy Murphy, you think you're going to beat my man, the Dutch destroyer? And get payback after what happened to you at TLC. Oh, good luck, my friend. That's all I can tell you. Good luck. Because you're going to need it. When Alistair Black basically bruises you once again, busts your nose open to the point this time, Howard, that you'll be lucky to even breathe. Because I know the last time you fought him, you took in a cheap shot, Howard, and broke the nose of Alistair Black. Well, this time, Howard, as they always say, Howard, payback is hell. And payback can be a bitch sometimes, too. You're going to find out, I think, maybe this Monday in Hartford Hour, that you messed with the wrong person. Speaking of wrong persons, let's go, however, to a stupid thing that they aired after that. And what am I talking about, people? Oh, yes. I'm talking about the person who at one time was a member of the Riot Squad, being an Emelina wannabe, however, in the form of Liv Muppet Morgan who apparently has changed her hairstyle to be a total blonde now, however, a la Charlotte Flair, if you will, and acting all this and that and saying, however, basically, however, that she is coming back soon, however, and that she is tired of being pushed over and uh, looked over. Well, gee, isn't it something, however, she's saying that, and yet we haven't seen her on television in about three months because WWE management of one certain dickbag, Kevin Dunn, and his whole writing staff haven't been able to bring her to television or haven't had anything for her to do. Yet they continue to bore us with stupid shenanigans like the 24-7 title, which I'll talk about here in just a moment. Then, of course, we see Ricochet defeat Tony Nese and Charlotte Flair taking on Zack Ryder's fiance, if you will, Chelsea Green, who put up a good fight, and I will give her a tip of the cap. She did try to give it a good effort against the Queen Charlotte Flair, but unfortunately, it was all for naught because Charlotte Flair at the end showed once again how, who is the true queen, at least according to her, however, in her eyes. But as I said, Ricochet defeated Tony Nieshauer, and hopefully they start to get behind Ricochet again and give him a solid, decent, uh, moderate push, if you will. Coming into the new year. We'll have to wait and see what happens then. 
as we said, Charlotte Flair then took on Zack Ryder's lovely fiance, girlfriend, whatever, soon to be wife, what have you, in the form of Chelsea Green. Yes, Chelsea Green tried to give it a good effort, however, but in the end, she ended up tapping to the figure eight. Now, talking about the 24-7 title. As I bitched and bitched and bitched and bitched and bitched and bitched and bitched many times over, I am tired of seeing this. And I hope going into the new year that Vince Geriatric Old Fogey McMahon and his dentures and his cane and everything in between however, has at least, at least a tiny little bit of decency and a somewhat uh, has a little bit of decency to finally get rid of this title. Because I am tired of seeing this title every week. Whether it's on Raw, whether it's on SmackDown, whether it's on a house show, whether it's on pay-per-view. I'm just sick of it. I am sick of seeing this every week with the same old sort of crap that we've been seeing for the last several months. And I'm also getting tired of seeing the same old suspects going after the belt. Whether it's Rusev, or excuse me, not Rusev, whether it's No Way Jose, whether it's uh, uh, freaking EC3, who has not even been cleared to fight in quite some time because of a serious concussion, and it looks like he won't be back anytime soon. Whether it's Akira Tozawa, whether it's freaking... Titus O'Neil, whether it's Apollo Crews, whether it's EC3, whether it's Mojo Rawley, it doesn't really matter. Here's a little bit of a memo to you, Vince McMahon. Here's a little bit of a memo to you. And to your buddy, the guy who basically has been finding a way to blow you more times than anyone in the last 30-some years because he's been your buddy for that long, hour, being your head writer. And I'm referring to one, Bucky Tooth Beaver, Kevin Dickbag Douchebag Dunn. Drop this story. Please, just get rid of this whole this 24-7 title. Just please put an end to it and just, someone please put a hot poker in my eye. Because I'm tired of seeing this crap week after week after week on this show. And I'm bored by it. Was I entertained by this whole vignette with Zazawa, our truth and freaking Santa this week? No, I was not. I was not. I thought it was a waste. I thought it was stupid. It was lackluster at best. That's nothing compared to what I'm going to say next, however. Later on here, the icebreaker. Up next, we had Randy Orton, of course, and the Viking Raiders taking on the baddest, or as they call themselves, the baddest team on the planet right now, the OC, with their buddy, the arrogant ass himself, AJ Styles. And once again, AJ, Carl, and uh, Doc Gallus, however, come up with a very unique, questionable win over the Viper and the War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe, Eric and Ivar, IK and AR, whatever you want to call it, however. In the end, however, we did see, apparently, Randy tweak his ankle, however. And the question is now, how bad is that ankle? And is he really hurt? And is he going to miss any length of time because of that, however? Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But all I know is this, however. Apparently, he was hurting, however, after the matchup, as he was apparently holding his ankle. And I don't know if it was a cell job or if it was legit, but whatever the case may be, however, we're definitely going to have to keep an eye on that, to say the least. Then, of course, we had Eric Rowan taking on a job. And once again, Eric Rowan continues to bore me to no end with his stupid thing, however, with his little uh, pet cage, whatever's inside of the damn thing, however. It doesn't really matter. Whatever the thing is, I'm just just like the 24-7 title, bored by this whole thing. I really am. I really, really am. Am I wondering what's in the cage? No, I'm not. Do I want to see what's in the cage? Oh, hell no. 
I definitely don't want to see uh, this. Ooh, and before we get into this, I'm just going to get an update on the game. Apparently, one of Eastern Michigan's guys took a cheap shot on Pitts, guys, and he has been tossed from the game for fighting. So he is done for the night. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Eastern Michigan saw by the way, 2017, early in the third quarter. Anyway, we'll come back to that. But no. Do I really want to see what's in Rowan's cage? No, I do not. Am I bored by this? Oh, yes, I am. Because every week it seems like Rowan is being a helpless jobbers or independent wrestlers, however, and it's just absolutely hurting him to no end. And what's Vince doing about this? No, not a damn thing. Not a damn thing at all. He's just letting Rowan do his own thing, however, because he thinks it's cool that Rowan can injure people, however, and deliberately to the point, however, where they're lucky they're even walking out of the arena, let alone from ringside, however, with their dignity and their uh, pride still intact. This is how much of a geriatric, racist, bigoted piece of shit that Vince really is. But speaking of piece of shit, let's now talk about, however, uh, what happened in the main event and the match before that. Rusev defeating No Way Jose. Nothing real exciting here except Rusev. Afterward, however, I had a little bit of fun with, of course, the uh, Roseball wannabes, however, okay, the conga line of No Way Jose. Again, just like Eric Rowan, I'm tired of seeing No Way Jose on my TV. And I wish the guy WWE would just give him his plane safari and send him packing. Because this guy is just a waste of space. But speaking of waste of spaces, let's go to the main event. Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins before I get into my biggest rant of the evening. As a result, Rey ends up retaining the US title because once again, Seth's little bodyguard boyfriend's tower had to attack Rey Mysterio to the point because Seth Rollins couldn't finish the job or basically went on his own. He had to have his little bodyguard help him, however, because it shows how much of a macho little shithead slime bag he really is right now. So once again, yeah, Rollins shows how much of a coward, chicken shit little coward you really are. Afterwards, however, they decided to take Rey up to the stage and wanted to do more damage, but not before Samoa Joe interjected himself into the matter. It was good to see Joe stand on his own two feet. But once again, however, Seth had to uh, sick his little pit bull bitches on Samoa Joe after Samoa Joe told them he did not want to have anything to do with them, however, nor try anything funny, because otherwise, however, there would be repercussions. Well, there were repercussions, all right. And Joe felt it, because once again, Seth had to sick his little chihuahuas, or should I say, his big Rottweiler dog, Great Danes, on Samoa Joe, taking him out at the announce table. So, yeah, once again, Seth, it shows how much of a macho little shithead you really are, a complete utter sellout, because you don't have the balls to do it by yourself, except having your little boyfriends do it for you. Shows how much of a real man you really are. But speaking of man, now I'm going to get into my big rant of the evening. And I've been ranting about this for a while, and I'm going to continue to rant about this. As we just talked about, and you mentioned moments ago, Chad, the whole Bobby Lashley Lana storyline. Oh, yes. I'm going to get into this now. Coming up on Monday night, supposedly, on so-called Lana Day, we're going to have the stupid, long-legged, blonde-ass bimbo, backstabbing little bitch, and her boyfriend, the so-called almighty himself, the so-called bald-headed bully, Bobby Lashley, getting married. Oh yes, supposedly we are. And there's going to be a wedding between the two of them. And that they will become the new Mr. and Mrs. Bobby Lashley. Oh, goody. I'm so freaking excited. I can barely contain myself, let alone contain my excitement for this. It just is how much excitement I have, however. There's basically nothing arising. 
shall we say. And I don't mean that sexually. I mean that in the biggest way because I am not really excited about this. I am going to say once again that WWE, as has been the case for most of the last few years, including this year, most of this year, showing us once again, however, that they are going to bore us to no end by putting on absolute crap on. That is absolutely lackluster crap. So Vince, once again, you're going to bore us along, however, for the final raw of the decade of the year by putting on a stupid wedding between a whore in Lana and an absolute punk-ass little bully bitch in the almighty Bobby Lashley who hasn't done shit in the last six months, however, basically in a so-called hokey wedding. Yeah, I'm sure fans are going to be real excited to see that on the last Raw of the year and of the decade on Monday night, even though there's no Monday night football. Oh, wait a minute. There is Monday night football. The Orange Bowl between Florida and Virginia in Miami. And there are going to be people watching that, I'm sure. And maybe a few other things maybe on Monday night, right before the new year. Because you're once again going to show, as has been the case for many times this year and throughout the last number of years, however, how much of an arrogant old shithead you really are with the ratings, however. So yeah, you're going to bore us to no end with this crap. So Vince, here's the thing, my friend. I hope you're real happy what you've accomplished this year. Because guess what you've accomplished? Absolute shit. Nothing. You said a year ago at this time, however, a couple a year ago, uh, a year ago, just I think it was last week, with your Lillianor Princess Stephanie, and your so-called silver spoon little slime bag of a shithead son Shane, that you wanted to change things. You wanted to listen to what the WWE audience had to say. You wanted to hear what they were giving their opinions to, and what. Did you want to listen to what the universe had to say? And you were willing to listen. But did you do anything? No, you didn't. You went to the same old bullshit and the same old crap you've done all year. You had Brock Lesnar hold the world title for hostage much of the, a good bit of the year. You turned Seth Rollins back into a heel and now making him more of an arrogant prick than ever before. And you basically have lost touch with the common fan. That being said, I will be at the WWE event tomorrow night that's coming to Pittsburgh. And honestly, I can tell you right now, I'm not, I'm, as much as I am looking forward to the show, I am not. Because I already know what's going to happen. We're going to see the same old bullshit we've seen for the past several months. And come Monday, it's going to be the same old crap going into the end of the year, going into 2020. So, friends, I hope you're happy that you ended 20, the 2010s on a positive note, at least in your eyes, because you definitely didn't do that. So, here's the thing, Vince, going into the new year and into a new decade. Why don't you just take your old, fogey, racist, bigoted, piece of shit ass out of the company and let someone else run it for a change? Because you, my friend, have totally lost touch with the common fan over the last number of years. And if you don't see the big picture, shame on you. Shame on you. Because guess what? If you continue to run it this way, however, you're going to be finding out how your company is going to be going out of business. And when that happens, however, I don't think there's going to be anyone sorry to say goodbye to you at all. Hell, no one will even want to show up at your uh, office in Sanford, Connecticut, wanting to pack your bags for you. Maybe. They'll just say, yeah, WWE was good for a long time, but 
until this mm. amount of years, however, the years that Vince uh, ran the thing into the ground the last few number of years that he ran into the ground, Howard, why didn't we close our doors sooner? Well, I'll tell you why. Because you thought you could hold on to your pride too long. You thought you still had a chance. Well, guess what, Vince? Apparently you don't now. There is a new company and has been a new company for the last number of months that have shown that wrestling is back. And yes, even though at times, Howard, it has been a fight, Howard, with your minor league promotion on Wednesday nights. They're still doing at least a half, pretty semi-decent job in some ways. You know what that company's called, Vince? It's called AEW. Do you know who's running AEW, Vince? A guy who has more money than your sorry racist bigoted ass. And his name's Tony Khan. You may love him, you may hate him, people. But at the end of the day, Tony Khan has shown more of what wrestling's been about in the last number of months than you, Vince, have shown in the last ten. So, as I've said many times over, and I'm going to conclude it with this, Vince, you better be ready for what will be coming for you in the new decade and in the new year. Because I'll tell you right now, if this keeps up, you're going to be out of business once and for all before the year, before, the, before maybe 2020 is over. Sometime in 2020 or maybe sometime after that. Who knows when? But when it happens, however, there'll be no one, not myself, not Chad, Gerard, Michelle, Ann, Fonzie, Danny, Enel, JML, Jeff, the rest of the gang, will feel sorry for you. And you know what, however? If you think, however, we're going to feel sorry for you when you close up shop and say goodbye to you, however, and let the door hit you in the ass on the way out and say it's been a good run, yeah, we might do that. Some of us might, some of us might not. But guess what, Vince? You have no one to blame but yourself in this mess now. And you better realize this right now. You don't fix this mess anytime soon. That's exactly what's going to happen to you. And believe me, I for one, I'm going to be the one that told you so all along. Going to put that better myself, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much there, J.D. Big time icebreaker here for him, of course. Uh, this past Monday night, Raw here, of course, before Christmas. Thank you very much, there, JD. Of course, uh, <clears throat> that really kind of that really kind of is a tale of the tape, as they as they always would always say. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> and of course, and ladies and gentlemen, if you thought this past, if you thought the Monday, the Raw before Christmas was bad, as we have been talking about and been documenting all this time, we just have to, we just have a very serious gut reaction here that. Next Monday night's Raw is going to probably be 10 times worse to close out 2019 and close out the decade because they are taking the one of the worst storylines ever. And they, of course, being WWE, is taking one of the worst storylines they've ever had here in recent memory. And they've ex- they have extended it a little bit further with the fact that, of course, for the first for the first uh, bad storyline story of this nature since uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Lee, uh, and as of course obviously Lana and Bobby Lashley getting married, and of course obviously this is going to be uh, and ladies and, I, and just to let my of course all my guys know that uh, they will they that uh, there'll be barf bags being passed all around. So uh, guys, be sure I'll send you all a bag of piece of them here before next week. Because I know we're probably going to end up booing them. Uh, yes. Uh, and of course, in this case, I think we'll have to extend one big industrial size bar bag because I'm sure a lot of people are going to be wanting to do the same thing that we are. 
come uh, <clears throat> come this uh, come this Monday night. So thank you very much, there, JD. Of course, uh, thank you very much, there, John, for of course your thoughts about what happened this past Monday night here on Monday Night Raw. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight five two one pound. This is episode two hundred thirty four of NWO Wolfpack here. For, for, of course, uh, Thursday, December 26, 2019. It is 10.20 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. WSWS, Chad Hinshaw here, calling from Trinity, North Carolina. The Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, coming in with us from uh, the, home, the home of the Steelers and, and, uh, and I'm sure, better cheese steak than Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. And also, of course, the front row of Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> the suplex machine, John Gross, is here with you here tonight there as well. Also, don't forget our live video feed tonight coming into us from WWS Interview Corner, where I believe John has joined us there. And also, of course, one of our other good friends here, uh, a fellow WWS Hall of Famer, also, of course, <clears throat> the GM of Heaven Wrestling Federation, as well as, of course, uh, of course, master of his own Facebook pages and uh wrestling podcast of course our good friend captain dave spieler as well has joined us on our live video feed and now also mr ernest helton jr holton jr i'm sorry excuse me has joined us there from two from in the interview corner tonight here for wolfpack 234 gentlemen we thank you very much here for coming in with us here tonight uh ladies and gentlemen don't forget tomorrow evening uh <clears throat> of course will be our friday edition of wws revolution uh, 138055 pound. Uh, our live video feed, and John, listen to this one very carefully, please, sir. Our live video feed tomorrow night will be from OWNUS, a Warriors Legacy, of course, our tribute group to the one and only the late Ultimate Warrior. Uh, <clears throat> news and views, history and birthdays. Also, of course, some other, uh, other, other wrestling discussions, other wrestling talk will be, of course, taking place here. Of course, so don't forget to listen in on on that here, of course, tomorrow night, 138055 pound here, indeed. Also, don't forget WWS Power Hour this Saturday evening at 6 o'clock. Well, we'll just be doing, uh, just like I said, maybe just a brief show, of course. We didn't really have to talk a whole a lot a whole lot uh, this week, of course, with, of course, being the Christmas holiday. But, of course, we will bring you, of course, Saturday's wrestling history and birthdays. Plus, we'll also bring you, <clears throat> we'll also bring you, of course, some new wrestling news tidbits from our friends at 411mania.com and a couple of little things will be, of course, on WWS Power Hour this Saturday evening at 6 o'clock, 141-364-POUND. Be sure to join us there uh, for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, as you know, you've heard me plug this for the last few months. Of course, obviously, our my, uh, of course, our, our, um, our DVD uh store group as i've called it here of course bulldog dvd sales and variety on facebook of course by the way facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash bulldog dvd sales and variety i will go ahead and inform everyone that <clears throat> that of course effective next wednesday of course january the 1st 2020 we have officially have our new price list out of course if you haven't seen it posted on the page yet be sure to check it out, of course. Uh, effective New Year, next uh, effective New Year's Day, of course, next Wednesday. All DVDs and Blu-rays that contain one or two discs, of course, as you know, the, sometimes they'll put like one or two discs in like the same case. Uh, those will still be one dollar a pop. But as for your bigger sets, 
that have like three or more discs in it, I'm only going to go up one dollar, and they're going to be two dollars a piece. So that's still no I think deal, a pretty good bargain. So so definitely check it out. And of course, our one dollar special on everything is still going on through uh, next Tuesday, the thirty-first. You got five days left to give it to give it a whirl. <clears throat> of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, the Iceman, Jerry Geronimo, Of course, also several more of our, a couple more of our friends here, just in recent memory, have been at Boston DVDs from us. And of course, we are. They are, of course, going through like hotcakes here, folks. Folks, and be sure, be sure to check it out. What we got here in store. A couple more new lists just been added here just this week. Uh, so we have a whole lot there to uh, bring to your attention. So be sure to, look, to check it out here today at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. <clears throat> well, let's see here. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I got to point out. I got to point out one little thing here. Um, before Christmas, uh, of course, JD wanted to make sure he was all all set, ready to go here um, for uh, for for uh, for. for for Christmas Day, um, of course, and so he actually had to do a lot of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, JD, I think you had to do a lot of working out here just recently. Um, and uh, let me see here if I can, uh, let me see if I can uh, find, find uh, let me see where this is, uh, if I can find this here. But ladies and gentlemen, he actually joined a a, a big time. Uh, a big, a big time, um, club. a new, a new, a new club. Yes, um, um, and and believe it or not, this new club and all that JD's in good company because they also train a lot of good Hollywood actresses as well. Uh, of course, uh, this I just found this. I want to show you something. This, um, this is my body. You like it? <laughs> Take it in for a minute. You know, you don't get a body like this from sitting behind a desk with your pants undone. Here in Hollywood, being in shape is more important than being alive. And this is how we do it. Who trains the most beautiful actresses in the world? Who shapes the bodies of Hollywood's elite through his patented and proven entertainment system? I do. I'm Jimmy Kay. Let's get to work. Hi, I'm Scarlett Johansson. You know, people always ask me, how do you stay in such great shape? I never ask. I know. Thanks, Scarlett. You know, there are so many workout programs out there. Ab lighting, pole dancing, weight shaking, tank topping, banging rubber against your head. But you know what all of these so-called workout programs have in common? No. I'll tell you. None of them work out. <laughs> Fad diets and workout plans only lead to disappointment and frustration. Thanks, Scarlett, but not anymore, because now you can become a member of my ex-exclusive Hottie Body Hump Club. <laughs> Top Hollywood stars like Scarlett Johan, though. Hottie Body Hump Pilates combines the flexibility of Pilates with the sexability of humping. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so ladies and gentlemen, do what JD does by, by using the same program as, as, as some of the Hollywood's elite stars. Uh, and and your your trainer, of course, you know him as Jimmy Kimmel. But of course, but of course, here he is Jimmy K. Of course, be sure to check out the Hottie Body Pump Club. <laughs> Yeah. If JD can do it, you can do it. You can do it, you can do it too. <laughs> yes, you can. But, but don't be a hobo. <laughs> right. Okay. It, yeah. Uh, by the way, check that out here, folks. I mean, that's that's a good. That's that's that's, very, that's so cool. Be sure to check that out here today. Uh. Well, let's see here. What what else? Can, let me see. Uh. Well, 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 well. As as they say, huh? And now Pitt's trying to go for a field goal here, a long field goal. Let's see if they do it here. Hold on a minute. We'll give you an update here in a minute. And it's good. Twenty twenty. We got a game. So Alex Cashman, a big field goal after missing one earlier in the evening, is tied up the game now. The long fifty-one yarder and late third quarter is twenty twenty here at the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit. Pitt's not going away yet. There you go. Thank you very much, for JD. Uh, <clears throat> well, as JD did point out, of course, tomorrow, my beloved North Carolina Targets will be playing Temple in Annapolis, Maryland, at the Military Bowl. We can't, I cannot wait to hear about this game. Uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, big time here. Uh, let me see. Be a good game. Yeah, 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 it ought to be, yes. Uh, um, <clears throat> of course, like I said, uh, let's see. Uh, of course, uh, of course, in in, in in pro football here, folks, and and yes, I know that this has been, and I will, and I'll even emphasize this very, 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 very much. So, it has been a very tough year for, of course, my beloved Carolina Panthers. Yeah, my Steelers. It has. It really has. And you're still yes, indeed. So I mean, everybody, teams that we love here in WWS have really had it hard. Um, of course, of course, the Panthers, who was obviously uh, had that for Cam Newton, of course, being taken out due to, of course, um, um, to make room for, of course, a couple of the new, which are a couple of the, uh, several uh, key uh, uh, key quarterbacks here, very good, very good ones indeed, and it, they, it has helped Carolina get back get back in the thick of things, but unfortunately. I guess you could safely say it just a bit too late, but of course, really on what on what really really happened was a really real big blow was the fact that they decided to let go of the longtime coach Ron Rivera. I think it was a little bit now. This is my personal opinion, and I've read the stuff ever since this happened. While I understand the decision that was made, for some reason, I don't know why in the world they couldn't have waited until after the season was over with to do this. Uh, I don't know why, but um, but apparently, but apparently, like I said, they they felt they they felt that uh, something needed to be I guess something need need to be done here. But of course, like I said, if it was, then obviously, then. Um, then obviously, of course, they they felt the, they felt the need to go on ahead and do it. But like I said, my personal opinion is that if they wanted to do it. I would reckon it would have been a better idea for them to do it after the season was over. I think they have one more game they're playing Sunday, but yeah. I don't know that's going to make that much of a difference here anyway. So, uh, 
But still, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I would take one more win. You know, that at least, you know, the Panthers need to try to end it on a high note, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I would. I personally would like, would like to see that. Uh, I would like to. See, I would personally would like to see that. I mean, it may happen, may not happen. I'm not trying to jinx these guys. These guys have been playing. They have been playing very, very hard. And but it's just a darn shame that uh, you know that, that had to end the season on that on that sort of note right there. So. Well, I know on Saturday we got uh, we got some excitement coming up. Like I said, tomorrow, like you said, of course, one of the games to watch out for tomorrow, obviously, besides the North Carolina uh, U.S. Uh, Temple game, obviously, in the Military Bowl, will be a very good holiday bowl between Southern Cal and Iowa in San Diego, San Diego, as some people like to call it. And we all know what Ron Burgundy uh, says about San Diego. Uh, but, of course, Saturday we got uh, real good games. We got Notre Dame and Iowa State in Orlando at the Camping World Bowl. Penn State playing Memphis in the Cotton Bowl, which will be a very entertaining game. But the big ones, of course, Oklahoma and LSU in the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. And, of course, Saturday night, a very good one in Arizona at the Fiesta Bowl. Clemson in Ohio State. And, of course, that will be entertaining to watch as well. But uh, as far as the NFL goes this week, we got some interesting games to watch out. John's boys, of course, traveling to Dallas. That will be a very big game. That will be probably the last game we see Jason Garrett coach the Cowboys in. I mean, I'm surprised after what happened this past week in Philadelphia, losing to the Eagles like they did. However, they did not fire Garrett at all. Plus, they had a tough time getting home with their team uh, playing. Uh, I would not be surprised by Monday, Jerry Jones gives Garrett his pink slip. Uh, John, no disrespect to your boys. However, I would not be surprised if Washington fires their coach, uh, possibly their interim coach, whoever it is, however, and makes a change on Monday. There's been talk about the Giants possibly getting rid of Pat Shermer. There's been talk about Cleveland getting rid of Freddie Kitchens after just a year. So we could see a lot of coaches uh, on Black Monday get the axe this coming Monday, as is usually customary every year. But we're going to see what happens. Um, and, of course, after after um, the, the interim coach for Carolina kind of – uh, what, what happened in their game with Indy this past Sunday? I wouldn't be surprised if they decided to do something with him. I mean, I don't, I yeah. don't see what I don't. I, I mean, I don't see what. Uh, man, as I as I said before, I think Carolina. I, I think, I think the owner was just a tad too hasty in that. Yeah, I think they should have let Rivera. Yeah, they should have let him let Rivera finish the season. And see what else he can do, and then afterwards reevaluate, and then if he felt they wanted to let him go, then do it then. But don't yep. do it right, right, the right when he's not even. Yeah, over. three weeks before, three weeks before the year's out. Yeah, I, I didn't get that either. I, I really did not. And uh, I also see uh, looking at the schedule. I mean, this week we talked about John's boys in Dallas. My boys are in Baltimore. Uh, the Steelers, of course, are really banged up going in this week. Are I mean, starting their guy Duck Hodges again, but they've also signed. Paxton Lynch, formerly of the Broncos, uh, the former number one draft pick of them, 6'6", 245, 250 as a backup, plus JT Barrett of Ohio State, the Ohio State, I should say, as a third stringer. Your boys are home this week, Chad, against New Orleans and Drew Brees. Uh, who knows how much Brees is going to play in that game, but uh, that, of course, is in Charlotte this week, however, and uh, that is coming up this Saturday. But, of course, Saturday, no, Sunday, let's say Saturday, Sunday, however, but Sunday night we got a good one. San Francisco and Seattle, that'll be a very, very entertaining game in Seattle to keep an eye on. In fact, I'm looking here, uh, tickets are saying for uh, the games this week in Carolina, tickets are as low as 40 bucks. Uh, 
My game in Baltimore tickets are as low as 80, surprisingly. And San Francisco and Seattle, this is going to blow your mind, guys. 355 bucks. San Francisco and Seattle, Sunday night. Especially now that Marshawn Lynch just re-signed with the Seahawks just a couple of days ago. Which, I mean, he was in retirement, he comes out, and is re-signed with the Hawks. I don't get that at all. I just do not get why the NFL allowed him back in the league. However, like I said, however... He came off the car list and everything like that. It's just it's weird, you know. Well, well, this NFL season has been that way. I mean, I mean, for what for what I have noticed here, it has been one of the most weirdest seasons in the history of pro football. Oh yeah, I, I, would I just don't. It has been. It's been very strange. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I just don't. I just don't get why. Why in the world? Uh, uh, everything that has happened, you know, why it's happened. I mean, that's what I don't get. So, I mean, so, I mean, we just have to just watch it here very carefully. And like I said, I hope that whoever this guy is that they got to take Ron Rivera's place the last part of the of the Panthers season, I just hope and pray that, like, that he's not, not going to be their final choice. Because if he is, here. Carolina is not going to have a prayer next year, in my personal opinion. I hate to say that about my home team. Well, I, mean, I don't think they're going to have. Book, a prayer. I mean, I'm looking ahead to next year. I mean, let's look. Let's look ahead right now. I mean, looking at 2020. I mean, looking ahead to 2020. That was a terrible throw. Uh-huh. Let's see here. NFL, NFL, uh, 20 NFC. Whoops, it's 2020. Okay. Well, looking ahead to 2020. I mean, here's what Carolina's schedule looks like next year. I mean, we know Tampa, New Orleans. Are home and away. They're at Minnesota next year, at Kansas City, at the Chargers, at Green Bay, home against Detroit, Denver, and Oakland, uh, home against Atlanta, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, home against Chicago, at Atlanta. But next year, Howard, I mean, the NFC West next year they play, Howard, which, like I said, it consists, like I said, of, uh, yeah, Tampa, New Orleans, Minnesota, Green, Minnesota, Green Bay, Detroit are home, however. Like I said, however, uh, let's see here. Atlanta, home against Chicago, and like I said, too. So that's interesting. That's their schedule next year. Uh, the NFC East Tower next year. They play. Uh, take a look how the NFC East uh, schedule. The NFC East schedule. Right, so there you go. Yeah, that's next year's schedule. Yeah, they got home game. Yeah, next year. Detroit, Denver, Atlanta, New Orleans, Tampa, Chicago, at Tampa Bay, at North, at Minnesota, KC, the Chargers, Green Bay next year, and Atlanta. Which is crazy. That's our schedule for next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, John, let's take a look at your boys. Your boys next year. Uh, see uh, NFL. Da 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 da. NFC. Uh, whoop. Okay, twenty twenty. Yeah, John, your schedule next year, let's see. You get the Giants-Eagles, obviously, of course, home. Home against the Rams, home against the Hawks, home against Baltimore and Cincy. Uh, Dallas, you're at Pittsburgh next year. You guys play us next year at some point. At Frisco, at Philly, at the Giants, at Cleveland, at Dallas, at Arizona. That's next year. So, I mean, you got some tough games coming up next year. Play us our next year on the road, and then I think we go to you guys in a couple of years after that. 
And let's see, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Here we go, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh's schedule next year is weird, too. I mean, we got Washington home, the Ravens, Cincy, Cleveland, Houston, Indian, Philly. Then we go to Tennessee, the Giants, the Jags, Cleveland, Denver, or Dallas, Cincy, and Baltimore. Plus, we play the AFC East teams at home next year, which is, I think, like Buffalo. I think that's Buffalo, Miami. Let's see here. No, that's, yeah, it's Buffalo, Miami, New England, and the Jets. And then the West teams are, that's away, I should say. Uh, we get the West home next year, which will be like 12-8, like uh, Oakland, or should I say Las Vegas, the Chargers and everything like that. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I just saw a picture here on Google leading up to the story about Andrade winning the U.S. title from Rey Mysterio. Uh, like I said, this was at tonight's live event in Madison Square Garden. Uh, this is Andre's first run of the belt for the short record that you know Ray won it back on November 25th by defeating AJ Styles. And they will, of course, uh, according to Wrestling Inc., which will have more updates uh, from the show here. Of course, they got some from some several Twitter handlers. Uh, apparently, there's going to be a cage match where there's a cage hovering above the thing. But saw Andrade standing out in the corner holding the belt. And then Andrade jumped up, of course, on the corner with the belt on the shoulder. But let me go ahead and tell you, they didn't show this picture in the story. But I got to tell you, this picture I just saw, this might kind of make you cringe a little bit, J.D. And, John, it might do, may do the same thing to you as well. I just saw when the they were talking, I just looked at the clip on 411 Mania. I just saw it. If you're talking about, of course, of, of him and Selena Vega looking at each other. And Zelina yeah. Vega putting her hand on the wall over the face of Rey Mysterio. That is that is good Lord Almighty. You talking you talking about you talking about arrogance. You talking about oh Lord how oh pop pop yeah thank you I mean absolute pompous and all that. <clears throat> My the next question is going to be does Rey do they put Rey back in a position to try to get it back from Andrade? They have to tomorrow night, I would think. They have to tomorrow Saturday, yeah. yeah. Or they do it on Raw. They wait till. Or they do it at the Rumble. Or they do it at the Rumble. I mean, but that is just talking. I mean, you say so you know what I'm talking about. You saw the picture then, apparently. Um, but I mean, I mean, it's like I said, Buffett was looking at each other as if they were talking, but. Zelina Vega, Zelina Vega putting her hand on the putting her hand against the wall, and it just so happened there was a picture of Rey Mysterio on the wall there. I guess at MSG, and she puts her hand over his face. That's just that is like you said, pompous and arrogant. I'm sure that she's gonna get a lot of slack over that. I bet you she's gonna get some slack over that, big time. So. We'll have to wait and see what happens here. But, of course, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, episode 234 of NWO Wolfpack tonight, Thursday, December 26, 2019, 10.43 p.m., 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138-521-POUND. Mr. WSWS, Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared DiGeronimo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here with you tonight. Now, of course, one thing I did not mention about tomorrow night's revolution the Iceman, Jared DiGeronimo, will not be here with us as he will be attending a WWE show, of course, in Pittsburgh. 
So I'll be taking care of some wrestling news and views here. And I'm sure I'll also be, be probably need to take care of the rest of history and birthdays, of course, obviously with John not being on here with us tomorrow night as well. But we hope to have, of course, some other folks on. We do know that Danny from Oak Park, of course, is going to be waiting until, of course, the new year to, come, to return to get his thoughts about everything going on in wrestling. Uh, hopefully we may get to hear from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. I don't know. We haven't heard from her uh since i think beginning of the month so i went we're not, we're not sure if she'll be on with us uh she'll be on with us of course tomorrow night oh, we're hoping we hope she'll be there you go uh also uh of course, we're hoping to get to hear from the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie as well. But uh, nonetheless, here, folks, we are going to have a we'll have, we'll have of course a very unique show. Of course, tomorrow night, uh, <clears throat> with our live video feed coming in from OWN US of Warriors Legacy. So be sure to listen in on that here. Of course, tomorrow night, uh, 10:45 p.m. Eastern Time here, uh, even as we speak right now. Uh, <sighs> And of course, as speaking of Fonzie, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and keep continue to keep him a little bit of prayer tonight. Of course, hold here prior to prior to, of course, your our edition of NWO Wolfpack. Uh, we did we did have a we did have of course a uh, uh, we did have of course a um, uh, word that he was a little bit under the weather here tonight. Of course, we hope that he's doing better, and we have to say a little prayer for him. But we hope to hear from him, of course, tomorrow night, of course, on Revolution. So be sure to listen in. Be sure to listen in on that here. As of course, like I said, we'll be of course throwing out here, hopefully some, like I said, some wrestling news and views and history and birthdays here, of course, tomorrow night, and hopefully we'll get to talk about a few other little things here and there. Uh, <clears throat> but now I know AEW didn't take place, of course. With Christmas being last night, but did NXT take place? It was on a tape delay. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know if we, if we get an opportunity like to have an opportunity here, uh, JD. If, if you'd like to throw out some of the results as to what happened, of course. Uh, yeah. Last night. Last no, night, uh, we had uh, we had Roderick Strong defeat Austin Theory. However, in a pretty good match, Swerve Scott defeated Jack Gallagher. Candice LeRae defeated Tenora Conti. Dominic Jakovic, however, defeated Bronson Reed. Bianca Belair defeated Shotzi Blackheart, however. And in the main event, Keith Lee and Leo Rush, of all people, teamed up to take on Tony Nese and Damian Priest and defeated them, however, believe it. Now, tomorrow night, we understand they will be taping again in Detroit, believe it or not, because I believe starting next week, however, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament Classic will begin. Now, we do not know which teams are going to be in it. I'm sure the Air will be in it again. I'm sure we'll see maybe Imperium being involved in this. However, like I said, I think the tournament will go until the Rumble. But again, like I said, when worlds collide, folks, we're still trying to get... Uh, like I said, whoops, I try to find out some of the matches that are going to be happening. Like I said, we haven't heard exactly how our, like I said, um, uh, uh, trying to figure out how, uh, like I said, we're trying to figure out, like I said, how we're trying to figure out, like I said, uh, the matches so far in Houston when worlds collide. However, like I said, 
game. I'm just like, what the heck? Okay, hold on. I'm trying to get this. Bear with me here, folks. Like I said, how are, uh, da, 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 this may, um, like I said, we haven't heard any matches yet, however, what are going to happen, however, but we do know it will be taking place, however, January 25th, however, mind you, and of course, we do have some other news about WWE events, however, coming to a facility near you, so let's tell you about those very quickly, if we can, let's pull those up, power while we can, just give us a moment here, folks, we're trying to get all this done here. And, uh, the events, hold on a second. And like I said, we are still at 2020 as we are in the fourth quarter right now of the Quick Lane Bowl. So give us a minute or two. We're trying to get uh, some of the events we do know. Like I said, where we're going to be. Da, 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 da. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, tickets, there we go. Okay, here we go. Uh, we know that, uh, like I said, Saturday night, the WWE will be in Baltimore. We told you about that, as well as Toronto. Hershey on Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, and Montreal. Then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we told you, next Friday night, we'll be at the FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee, on Beale Street, however, Homo Blues, Graceland, and Barbecue, if you will. Then, two weeks on Monday, however, the Chesapeake Energy Arena will be live, however, at the first Raw of 2020, ladies and gentlemen. That'll be interesting. Friday, January 10th, at the Ford Center in Evansville. Of course, we told you about Lexington, Kentucky. We know where it'll be the 17th. Of course, I will be stepping in that night, ladies and gentlemen. However, I'm feeling the shoes of one particular person, shall we say. Monday, January 20th, ladies and gentlemen, how we will be at the Intrust Bank Arena, ladies and gentlemen, in Wichita. Then, the 24th of January, we'll be in Dallas at the American Airlines Center, followed by, of course, when worlds collide at the Toyota Center, of course, that'll be interesting. Then, the Rumble in Houston. And then, Monday, January 27th, ladies and gentlemen, we will be in San Antonio, ladies and gentlemen, the night after the Rumble as the countdown to Tampa begins there. And, of course, we will start off at uh, the end of the month, well, end of the month, I should say, in Tulsa. But then, of course, we'll start in February with shows in Salt Lake, San Jose. Ladies and gentlemen, we will also be in Portland, Boston, Winnipeg. Ladies and gentlemen, Glendale, of course, Everett, Washington. Just some of the locations we'll be hitting in February. So, folks, we got a busy, let's just say, couple months coming up, however, as we're ready to start the new year off with a bang one week from Friday night in Memphis, as we will have the final show of the year in Detroit tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, in Detroit Rock City. But fear not, ladies and gentlemen, John will be back, of course, with his podcast, Tower coming up on January 6th. And folks, this Monday, however, we will have our final Raw Radio of the year. Don't you dare miss it at 3 p.m. this Monday. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you you very much there, of course, uh, J.D. Yes, as J.D. did mention, of course, January seventeenth, I will be, of course, at the at a at the WWE live show, of course, here in my in my neck of the woods, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, alongside Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. Uh, we have not heard about some of the matches that will take place at this show, but we do we do know it'll all be pretty darn good. Uh, so <clears throat> that uh, let me see. We did say that was going to be on a Friday night, I believe. Yes. Yes, it so, is. So. Uh, <clears throat> Yes, yes, thank you very much. So, like I said, here we will, of course, revolution will still take place. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm, and like I said here, of course, uh, <clears throat> I'm, well, I'm, 
the of course I do have the heater when I talk too fast ladies and gentlemen that does happen my apologies there uh, of course like I said ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> the ice manager D Geralmo is ready of course to jump in of course and take the reins of course of that Friday's edition of revolution in case of, of course like I said um, hopefully we'll have some other folks pop on as well but of course the Iceman is ready to help oversee it just in case if something does happen so we'll definitely let you know and not that too oh oh lord <laughs> uh, so someone step on the duck okay <laughs> so uh but i'll be a pretty good show here of course here indeed and of course we'll uh now keep everybody informed as to how that show went of course here uh <clears throat> of course when, when i return of course uh nick uh of course on, on raw radio i will definitely give her an update about that uh, of course, <clears throat> about about that to everyone to let me know how that show there indeed. Uh, well, let's see here. Let's see, we got about uh, seven seven minutes to go here. Uh, I'll be right back. Well, with not a, okay, JD, thank you very much. Uh, I'll go ahead and just throw out the go ahead and throw out the plugs right here, here, folks. Uh, uh, first off, of course, I will mention perpetual uniquity on eBay. Um, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity p-e-r-p-u-t-a-l-u-n-i-q-u-i-t-y <clears throat> internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual don't forget ladies and gentlemen almost 200 items of course still for sale of course on this fine store page on ebay but definitely check it out here of course here and of course in the new year you might find some very interesting stuff here John, as I said before here, you got some some great video game titles on there for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and PSP. So definitely check them out if you want. If you do, if you like to, if you if you like to see any of the see any of those that we have, and all of them are in great shape there, John. <clears throat> also, of course, books and other knickknacks, men's, women's, and children's clothing, and of course, uh, <clears throat> also classic Hot Wheels cars. Kiss and other pieces of rock and roll memorabilia, and of course we also have some DVD titles, including one or two wrestling uh, DVDs as well. Of course, our own there as well. So be sure to check it out here today at Perpetual Uniquity. And as I said before, ladies and gentlemen, Bulldog DVD sells a variety. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sells a variety. Of course, we still have a lot of great, uh, lot of great uh, titles. Of course, on DVD and Blu-ray. Of course, still there as well. As well, like I said, wrestling, <clears throat> uh, sports, music, uh, se- different seasons of different t- seasons of different TV shows, as well as of course movies of all different types, action and action slash adventure, of course, drama, comedy, horror, children's and other animated movies, uh, westerns and science fiction, and other and other interesting uh, DVDs. Indeed, be sure to check it out here here today. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, five days ago until our, our until our special ends, one dollar piece for every single title on DVD and Blu-ray, of course, posted on the page. And of course, as we said, starting New Year's Day, January first, twenty twenty, all DVDs with one or two discs <coughs> uh, will be one, still be one dollar piece. Those DVDs and Blu-rays with three or more discs in the set will be worth two dollars a piece, and that will be starting New Year's Day, January first, twenty twenty. So be sure to check that out here again, as always, here at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. We take a bite out of the cost, so you can enjoy your favorite selection. So, uh, so, and of course, you can ask the Iceman, Jared Girolamo, as well as the human, as well as of course, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, 
and we have several several here uh, titles here indeed. And John, be sure you check it out as well. You might find some stuff there that uh, that uh, you might enjoy there as well. So be sure to look in there and see if you find some. If you do, let me know. And thank you very much, here, John. Thank you very much indeed. And well, John will talk at. And John says he'll be with us here. John will be with us tomorrow night. All right, John, we'll see you then. We appreciate that, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir, sir, for, of course, our Friday edition of Revolution. Thank you very much, sir, sir. I do appreciate that. Okay. And uh, so uh, uh, before we head out here, of course, here, let me get back to here, J.D., back here with us. Uh, John has yep. nothing else to add here. And uh, JD, anything, sir, you wish to add before we close up shop here tonight? Well, we hope everyone had a good Christmas, however. We are not done yet, however. We still got some loose ends to tie up before the year's out, so stay tuned, folks. You never know what we're capable of. And like I said, I will be back with you guys, however, on Monday. Hope everyone has a good weekend and a safe one, however. And of course, we will have a lot more to talk about as well. We do so tell JD. We do tell JD. We hope he, of course, will will be, of course, well. Um, um, and uh, of course, I stay safe. Of course, as he will be attending the WWE show, like he said, like he said in Pittsburgh, of course, tomorrow night. So he will not be with us here for tomorrow's edition of Revolution. Uh, so thank you there. On that note, here we thank you very much for listening to episode number two thirty four of NWO Wolfpack. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared as well as the human suplex machine john gross on our uh, of course here tonight Hold on, you know, i also of course our closing team here too by the way we're working on that here thank you with jd also want to thank captain dave spieler and, and also mr uh, mr ernest fulton jr and also Cliff Nail here as well uh <clears throat> for joining us here here tonight for our live video feed here from uh from, of course, uh, WWS Interview Corner. Of course, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Talk if you want to check out the video, of course, a little bit later on. And I do thank John once again for sharing that video to his page, John Gross Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated, as well. So definitely, they'll be, so definitely, I'm sure there, there are folks that definitely check it out here as well. Wolfpack episode 234 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. Where we are, of course, are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. <clears throat> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we, of course, uh, before we, of course, we say our closing, our closing bit. I do know, I do. Uh, <clears throat> Hope that everyone, like as JD said, hope everyone did have a very merry Christmas, and I hope their their new year is just as prosperous. Of course, coming up here in the year 2020, where we will be continuing to serve you in the best way we know how. Here, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about big time discussions on everything from wrestling to pop culture and everything in between. As of course, as we say, since 2015, as which is what we do best, it, we are of course always and will forever remain the WCWS. Radio Network, and I think JD has our stuff ready to go. So I will now turn it over to him. Yes, we are ready. We'll, to go. Of course, we are ready to go. Okay, we're uh, here. So. Is with our closing thing for Wolfpack 234. I must have the wrong house.
WWS Radio Network. Thank you. Have a good night. We'll talk to you tomorrow night on Revolution. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.